What's happening? This your boy, man. Zip Gang, man. Zip G-O-U-L-D. Man, tapping in, man, for another um, amazing adventure with two player. I just want to tap in for a minute. I hope you're feeling good today. What's going on through your mind? Huh? What's going on up in there? Man, holler at your boy, man. We're going to dive in. Yo, uh, it's been a beautiful day. Uh, I missed a flight this morning, overslept. But it was actually a good feeling, man, I had felt because I had a knot in my stomach. You know, sometimes you have to uh, slow down and, 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 and pace yourself, but you can't operate in fear either, man. So don't ever think that sometimes those knots uh, are not what you think they are. But on this occasion, man, I'm, I'm glad because I got to sit in and uh, spend time with the family. And, uh, you know, I got a young young one in the house, uh, super duper young and a newborn. So spending time with my lad and, and my bride, my goddess. And just uh, reflecting on, you know, uh, all the amazing things that have happened this year, the amazing success. Uh, we had a big, big summer uh, in criminal justice reform in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, where we uh, where we uh, campaigned and elected a new county prosecutor, first African-American county prosecutor in this area. Uh, his name is Wesley Bell. Uh, just a tremendous, tremendous uh, feat in looking at. Uh, 27 years of the same regime. So one of the issues I've been uh, big on is criminal justice reform, uh, having known victims, having been a victim uh, of the system, uh, no, no convictions, but just having as a black male uh, growing up in inner city, even at being college educated, uh, you know, you know, the, 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 the blind lady of justice having to uh, get involved in the system, I start seeing the disparities. And how our people were treated. I start seeing when you go in the courtroom, it's all people. And so I wasn't like some of uh, our black elite friends. And I feel like I'm a black elite person, but I don't carry myself uh, into this black elite. And I really, let me not say that because I'm cosmic elite. Uh, and so, uh, and the cosmic elite is, and, and, and you can join too. You know, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But, uh, you know, in our, in our kind of elitism, we're not looking down on anybody. We're not. Uh, we're not casting, uh, you know, you out. We're just looking at it as an opportunity to create our own expansion of our ever good and our ever unfolding. But uh, when I look at a lot of the people who look at people in the criminal justice system or people who've been affected by the criminal justice system, it immediately goes to that person's a criminal, that person is this. And so when we look at all the systems of racism, white supremacy, and all the systems that like plague our people, uh, criminal justice reform should be at the top of the list for us to be thinking about reforming. This is so important, and it's important because it not only affects just the the um, the victims of crimes, but it also affects those people that are the perpetrators of crimes or even the perceived perpetrators of crimes. Because every crime uh, per se doesn't have a victim, and every uh, situation is maybe people that are enemies of the state, enemies of uh, whatever. Uh, Maybe financial crimes uh, and some of these things. Obviously, Bernie Madoff, the biggest case of affinity fraud. Uh, that's that was crazy. Uh, but there are other crimes that you know, you know, maybe uh, poverty is a crime. Uh, poverty. I mean, crimes of poverty. I, I apologize. And, and looking at, I just saw a case in Alabama where people who are uh, don't have the right septic system are getting fined and getting misdemeanors. And so, to me, those are crime. Those are crimes of poverty. And so. When we see systems that are punishing people for being poor, uh, we saw after Ferguson in 2014, when you saw the debtor jails that popped up 
where you had little municipalities literally profiting off the backs of poor African-American people. And so it's quick. People are quick to say, oh, those criminals. But these are these so-called criminals are, are, are the funding your city. These so-called people that you consider deviant or criminal are funding your your, your city's uh, activity. So um, today I didn't want to go into criminal justice reform. I just wanted to give you my soapbox on it. Uh, today we actually going to cover a few things. We're going to jump in. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to debate to even go here and talk about the Me Too movement and 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 and, uh, and some of the other things with that. So I, I don't know if I even talk about that. I want to keep it light and um, really kind of focus in on um, in light of that. Uh, looking at uh, you know I will I will have a commentary on. It. I'm gonna give a commentary on it. You know what? I'll give a commentary on it. And last show I said uh, a lot. So forgive me. I'm I'm getting used to podcasting and, and random. I see him. I'm, I'm watching the moves. There's a lot of cats in this podcast game. So I'm like, let me get on and I'll start doing the videos. But I like talking on, on podcasts because it gives me the opportunity to share a lot of this crazy stuff that's in my head. So welcome to Two Player. We about to get into it. Uh, no guests again. I'm going to really get y'all grounded, talk about a lot of fun stuff. Uh, but today I'm going to get my commentary on, on, on Mr. Cosby. Uh, obviously, you know, coming up through the AUC, I used to go go visit Spelman campus and had the Camille Cosby building. Just the amazing things that he did. I mean, Bill Cosby gave, I didn't even know what an HBCU was. And obviously I had family members that went, so I would have found out. But growing up in the hood, like I didn't see that. So to see a different world, to see him bring those HBCUs on the show, to hear him talk about Howard and you know, even when he created his own Hillman, which is like, I feel like a cross between Hampton and Howard, you know what I mean? And just to have the knowledge of what he did, uh, that doesn't take away from his black, using his black elitism to look down on people. And, you know, I remember he had a book where it was just pretty much like, pull your pants up, do this right, do this. And that's playing the game. And so I'm of the generation. And that's why I'm like, I'm a newbie and futurist. I'm not playing the African-American game with you. I'm not I don't check the box. I'm good. I'm Lene Lenape. And in my ancestors' original language, that means original man. So I don't play these games of oh you're a black person and see, those are legal legal uh standards. And so what we are gonna get into today is we're gonna talk about Colin Kaepernick. We're gonna talk about uh we're gonna talk about Bill Cosby. We're gonna talk about uh, a few other things that I think are funny. And a few other things that I think are live. So uh, I think you want to stay tuned. I think we're going to hit some hard-hitting content. And I think you want to jump on. And uh, maybe if you need to even tap in and, and get your opinion on some of this. Uh, or maybe not. Uh, maybe just hit me offline and tell me what you think. But we're going to go in. And uh, so we're going to talk a lot about a little bit about a lot. So we'll uh, get back. And I'll see you in two and two. So what's happening, man? Coming back. This is your boy Zip Ghoul. Uh, I'm tapping in. Yo, man, it's been a wonderful week, man. I'm dropping my next episode, really talking to y'all about uh, Kaepernick, the flag, nationality. It's important for us to know who we are and know what we represent and, you know, whose flag can you kneel in front of if you can't kneel in front of this flag, if this is not your flag. Um, and, you know, Smokey Robinson put a video out. A friend of mine was talking about, you know, it, it, you know, we get to this thing of race, nationality, and color, and so there's so many divisions even amongst uh, people of color. Because we, a lot of us, don't even know where we're from, who we are. My ancestors come from Gould Town, um, on the Gould side, 
And uh, they've been here 10,000 years. So people, when I, people look at me when I say it, but I'm like, I'm a Lene Lenape. They're like, what's that? And so, you know, Lene Lenape tribe has been around thousands of years. They are uh, precursor to the Iroquois people. You know what I mean? And I'm not on no all Native American, but I mean, my ancestors have been here. And so that's just on one side. And on one side, I'm Haitian. You know, so stop by say, shout out to all my Haitians. So it, it gets to the, when you think about origins and, and where you come from, you got to know where you come from. And those people came and, 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 and migrated up to uh, middle Alabama. An area called Demopolis, and when you're looking at Demopolis, that's a whole nother level of uh, of uh, information and 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 uh, history of French history, French culture. When you're looking at even uh, all the Creole and Haitian influence of uh, of Mardi Gras starting in Mobile, Alabama, most people don't know this. So we have a history of uh, yes, the first Mardi Gras was in Mobile, not New Orleans, and then it traveled down the ten to New Orleans, obviously because. The Port of Orleans, and you're thinking about New Orleans as a port city, but Mobile was one of the first port cities, and it still is to this day called Port City. So when we look at uh, Tom Bigby River, how these people traveled and riverways and passages, I mean, we could get really deep on the history. We can go back even to the ancient Phoenicians, but I won't go deep, deep off the cliff. I'm just saying, looking at the black ball, looking at Barry Bonds, arguably one of the greatest baseball players of all time, one of the greatest athletes. Uh, no, he didn't stand up for um, political issues, but him being able to even control his own voice and control his own merchandise and the way he did uh, from a business standpoint and was very truculent with the media, like, you know, I'm good. You know, I think when you look at somebody like Barry Bonds, who was such a success, but really tore down by the media, media chose to go after him. They didn't do the same with him with Mark McGuire. You know, I'm, I'm a St. Louis and I love the Cardinals, but Mark McGuire got a free pass on steroids. Barry Bonds literally got blackballed out of the MLB because he was so good. He was so unstoppable. They started walking him. Had the most walks in history. And no one talks about this in sports. This is not a narrative that comes up. Hey, you remember when Barry Bonds was walked more than... They don't even have players like that anymore. Like, it is, it's to the point where, uh, you know, they try to create narratives around these super athletes. I mean, it's a business. So I'm going to go there. Um, and I love the sports business. I'm part of it. Uh, but I would like to see some things reformed. And, and things, you know, fair play is always something that uh, I believe in. But you don't hear that term anymore. So... Um, but going back to Colin Kaepernick not getting fair play, and is it because of what that really says? If he takes a knee in front of the flag and takes ownership of the flag, what does that say about him? I feel like I'm the realest patriot, right? I feel like he's the realest patriot because he's taking his flag and representing, said, I'm taking a knee for the atrocities. It ain't even a flag more so than it is the national anthem I'm taking a knee on because of the atrocities of what's happening. And I think, you know, I'm taking a knee for all the little black babies that get smoked, the little 14-year-old that just has, got shot by the police the other day, and he got a gun, he pointed at somebody to the police, to make the police have to shoot him. Like, you know, screw the, you know, the narrative, oh, they're killing the, no, no. The police had to shoot this mother because he was about to kill somebody else. Like, what is, <laughs> love, man. Love is what we need. Like, love has to be this, like, force that is, like, a force of nature that we decide to move with. Like, why should people make you bring out that that is not love? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why don't make me bring you what I have to bring you if it's not love? Like, love is the fulfillment of the law. Like, we're supposed to be in love in every facet of our life. Love with how we do our jobs. Love with, and, and that love is make you have fun. Like, when I'm doing smart city stuff, when I'm doing Gaia, I'm having fun. When I'm talking about smart cities, when I'm talking about interconnectivity of 5G, I'm having so much fun talking about this new futurist earth and how we protect ourselves 
from the frequency so we can still be in harmonic resonance with not only nature but this technological advancement that is happening around us that is inevitable so it's time to get into another realm of understanding like when we're looking at the kaepernick situation what realm are we in we're looking at cosby and i'll go there and i'm, I'm always for the victims not for the perpetrators so we know what's happening in this situation this is <sighs> now the disparities in sentencing go back to why i do criminal justice reform because we look at the Brett Kavanaugh's of the world and the, and the and the guy who raped a sedated girl who got six months and it's like we gave him predators passes. You know what I mean? Like, or how child molesters get in two years or, you know what I mean? Like, we see the catch a predator or they get two years and it's like, what? So we know that there's some other energy on the planet that is subservient to them harming the innocent and, and, and the slaughter of the innocents. And we see a slaughter of the innocents on a daily basis with the Me Too and who touched me and uh you know we all need a healing you know what i'm saying and uh, we need a healing that's gonna go forth where everybody's feeling healed and we creating a new narrative around uh healing for our people it's time for us to be in a place of healing and understanding what we building on that and changing the world to create a healing narrative that goes forth and we've all been traumatized by various situations i grew up around all women and 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 some very strong women from the standpoint of i seen my mother go through some of the probably serious trauma and bounce back and be one of the strongest people i know in the world and and sometimes it's good to be strong but sometimes the strongest people are the most hurt people you know what i mean sometimes the strongest of us i mean myself i got my own personal trauma you know that everybody has trauma you know and uh so that's what people don't understand like when we look at these situations um, obviously, the the big narrative in the in the country is the hearing around Brett Kavanaugh and and the, and the allegations against him and um, him being his vote being put on hold and just the climate of this who very heavy in the country right now and so love has to be a vibration that we put out and this love has to be something that is really pushing and uh, in our custom of Lenny Lenape we we like to pass the peace and you know I'm saying peace to everybody that is hearing this like tapping into my voice that's listening and even getting any information from me blessings be to you peace be upon you like i'm i'm hoping that we can change the world and be powerful together so love and light man i'm pushing it out to y'all peace